Hey, I'm Rita. And I'm Lee. And welcome to the Me For Her podcast. We are two gay girls living polar opposite lives on different sides of the country. Here to talk shit and share with you our experiences between 20 and 30. Hello and welcome back to the Me For Her pod, episode 24. And you are in for a treat this week because we are talking all things Mardi Gras in light of... The Mardi Gras weekend that has just passed us, and Rita has been to a few. I've been to one. Um, it's a little bit more of a more of a trek for me to get to Mardi Gras than it is for Rita. Um, so we both have stories, and I'm actually re- I haven't heard any of Rita's um, Mardi Gras stories from this weekend, so I'm interested to hear that. And we will retell a few of our past Mardi Gras stories. So. Right, yep, how are you? Wait. How was your weekend? How was Mardi Gras? How did it compare in COVID times, I guess? Well, I mean, it came about quite funnily because I literally decided on Saturday morning that I was going. Um, and I think I texted you that morning also to tell you that I was. No, it was the night before because I had friends that messaged me and said, oh, you've inspired us with the pics that I posted of that Mardi Gras on our pod page. And we're like, oh, we've decided to drive up to Mardi Gras tonight. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. But two, like I'm actually quite jealous. And she was like, why don't you fly up tomorrow? She knew that I had a Jetstar flight credit and was like, oh, like we've got a spare bed for you. Like just come stay with us. So I was like, oh, my God, slept on it, went to gym the next morning and pondered on it. I think I asked you and a couple of other friends. And then I put the the pod um, poll on our page. And it was an overwhelming fuck yes from everyone to do it spontaneously. So I booked the trip and uh, the rest was history. Well, I mean, is there any other way to do Mardi Gras, really? Probably Um, not, to be honest. Tell us about it. Jesus, where do I start? Um, Okay, I'm going to preface this by saying it was very different to the years prior. I think the year that we bumped into each other was like potentially 2011. I think it was 2011 when we bumped into each other at Mardi Gras. So, fuck me, that's 10 years ago. Wow, I feel old now. Um, I actually don't even think it was 2011 because I was there with my ex and in 2011 I was with someone else. (laughs) Um, No, that was literally the year. So you've just outed yourself. (laughs) Hey? It was literally the year. It was literally the year. Oh, is it the beginning of 2011? Yeah, it was March. It's normally March. I feel like it was 2010, but okay. Mm, debatable, debatable. No, we'll I think right. it maybe was 2011. Who knows? No, it was because anyway. I, I I just screenshotted you that photo and asked if I can share that of you and you were like, that's the one photo you never want anyone on this planet to see ever. So mm. deleted it off. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, definitely 2011. But anyway, so... In a post-COVID world, it was strange. I'm not going to lie. Um, there was no Pride March down Oxford Street, which is normally the highlight of the event. Um, instead, they relocated the whole thing to the SEG, the City Cricket Ground. So it was more of like a performance. Um, it was more of a performance. And so G Flip headlined as well as Rita Ora. And G Flip being there was pretty cool because I believe I read that she was the first lesbian headline act ever which is pretty dope um but yeah very different everyone was seated and I thought so here's the thing so in previous events 
I've bought tickets to Girl Thing, which is like a lesbian event at Mardi Gras, it's sort of like the place to be if you're a gay female. And it's previously been like the best night of my life. Like the ball pit photos that you saw, like that was Girl Thing. There was a silent disco, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, okay, SCG's ticketed. I'm going to pass on that. I'll go to Girl Thing, have the time of my life. And then my friend sends me this link saying that, nah, 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 all the the whole Mardi Gras weekend, there's no dancing, it's all seated. And I was like, bullshit, that's just SCG. Like surely it's not good. Like I just came from a nightclub in Melbourne where apparently we were like the COVID hotspot of the nation um, and everyone was dancing on the dance floor. How can Sydney have restrictions? But, of course, I get to Girl Thing and it's a fucking seated performance with like two lesbian clowns on the stage and then a DJ and like no dancing. If you started dancing, the security guard told you off. So wow. I was really, I was super bummed because I was, I just couldn't believe it. And I even paid. And, and the worst part was I bought two GA tickets because everything was sold out everywhere. So I had to hustle hard on like the resells and whatever to try and get some tickets. So we had a party of four. I bought two GA tickets for me and my friend. And then I had to buy two VIP tickets for the other two people in our group, assuming like we could just come and go out of the VIP area like you would in a normal club event, like whatever. But we get there and they fucking separate us because VIP's upstairs and GA's downstairs. So like No. I'm not even joking. I was just like, what the fuck have I done? Like, I know. But back on the gratitude train, if we didn't have tickets to an event, we literally would have had nowhere to go. Because Everywhere was sold out. So I'm grateful for that I went to Girl Thing. It was a fun event. We ended up meeting some people. So I ended up meeting a, a girl came up to me and said, hey, do you know Shannon and Coffee? Which I think I texted you her name. And yeah. um, I was like, yeah, and we got talking. So that was dope. And then we added each other on Instagram. And as you do, the next night we went for a drink. She introduced me to her friend from Perth that was also there. And we ended up spending like the next night together, like having a ball, my friends, her friends, and then another random group from Adelaide who said hello. So it was actually a dope event or weekend in the end. We made the best of it, but it was very fucking different to what we were used to in the past. Wow. Yes, that sounds Mm. very different from what I remember. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was super bummed when I first found out, but we made You made the best of it and you can say you went to – you know, the first Mardi Gras where a lesbian headlined, which is cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Who was the friend from Perth? Because let's be honest, we probably know who they are. (laughs) You, I texted you to ask if you know who they are. The one name, yeah, you texted me one name, but, oh, anyway, you can just. Oh, the other one. Yeah, I'll totally, I'll just, I don't want to name names, you know, but, um. I will text you because they had heard of you because they're footy girls. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we've heard of Lee and Tay because we played against Swans and whatever. So you're famous pretty much. Um, yeah, I have a feeling that one, the one that you let me know about actually played for Swans. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Um, yeah, wow, that t- sounds completely the opposite of when I went. So obviously when I went, it was 10 years ago, and I cannot believe it was 10 years ago. Like, that blows I my know. mind. <laughs> I so, know. I was living with um, my ex at the time. My ex at the time, who's still my ex, but I mean at the time I was living with my ex, um, mm-hmm. and we were really, really good friends. And two of our friends, Claire and Bugsy, were like, "We're going to go to Mardi Gras." Um, 
you should come. And I was like, umming and ahhing, given my job, I wasn't really able to just like take time off. But then I was like, no, nah, I have to go. Like this is a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. chance. And then my ex actually was like really keen to go, but like didn't have the money or something. So I actually think I helped pay for my ex to go to Mardi Gras, which is such a standard that is not thing cheap. to do. That is not cheap. No, to guys, no, so I, I don't even know. I must have been making it rain or something. I don't know. <laughs> and um, we were just really good friends. And anyway, I don't even know. I think maybe I helped the airfare or accommodation or something. And we went and um. We were just loose the whole time, like the whole time we were drunk. We were staying right across from this um, pub, which ended up being pretty much our accommodation because we were there all the time, became friends with like we ate the same meal, had the same drinks, like we lived and we just went out. We actually ended up getting all four of us, so me, my ex, um, whose name's Maddie. She wouldn't yeah. mind me saying her name, I'm sure. We're mm-hmm. still friends now. Um, she's also happily married with a child. But um, Bugsy and Claire all actually ended up getting matching tattoos one night that oh we were God. really drunk. Um, and God about that. Yeah. I actually caught up with Maddie and her wife recently and we were at the beach and you could see it. Have you seen it before? I can't picture on you what it is. But I know the story, so okay. So it's is it something really dumb, like no, no, no. mowing your bush or something? No, it's um. Hold on, let me. What is that? Oh my god, you've got fucking lips on your vagina. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not on my vagina. Oh my god, let me clarify. I have have you never seen, seen that it before? What okay, the hell? Let, let me clarify. They're not. It's not on my vagina. It's definitely not. I would have not just got my vagina out in front of you on this fucking webcam right now. It's right next to my vagina. Is this is this a bad time to tell you that we're trialing a video version of the recording so That's, everyone yeah, well, can see we that? We are editing that out. I am a mother now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's not your vagina. It's your leg, and you can show your leg to the world. No. <laughs> It's definitely my groin because, um, yeah, and anyway, um, we got matching. And to be honest, to my knowledge, none of us regret it. Um, I Claire, I know Claire and Maddie don't. I don't. I haven't spoke to Bugsy for a while, so um, I might check in and see how she, hers is going. Wow. So anyway, I remember Maddie, I think it was, or one of us bled so much because we were so drunk and it was a big bit of an ordeal. And then anyway... I can't actually remember a lot of the weekend, but we actually caught up with you other friends. You ran into me. I ran into you. Ran into I ran into, into a lot of other Perth people that we knew um, and it was just such a good time and there was just event after event after event like and just we were there for a few nights, I think. I think we went over for like five days or something like that. Obviously, being from Perth, you've got to make it worth it. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, my ex and I actually ended up hooking up that weekend, which was so standard, and made it a little bit awkward. Um, it's probably why she didn't uh, she didn't want to get with me when I tried to hit on her at Lick. No, I think she probably did, like, and nothing against her, <laughs> but I think she, she probably would have. She was just like, oh, what a buzzkill having my ex here is, which, um, <laughs> yeah. But it, I feel like it's such a stereotypical weekend. Like our Mardi Gras weekend is exactly what you would expect, like dumb decisions, like just drunk mm-hmm. the whole time, um, just mm. such a good time, just such a good time. I have such great memories and I um, 
I'd like to say I'm going to go again, but I might be like 40. Maybe we can have our own me for her float. Like we blow up somehow. Uh, well, in I put a poll. <laughs> in Malta, they'd probably give us a headline act. Um, <laughs> Don't know what we do. Uh, speaking of Malta, our Maltese fans, follow Let's Gate It Straight the new Maltese lesbian podcast. and I'm so offended it. that Ma- Martha said yes, I didn't Martha. seem interested when you mentioned Maltese. <laughs> I don't know what I could have done. Like chuck out a Maltese flag or something yeah, like that. Yeah, what a fucking pastitzi is. What a what? Okay. I'm sorry. Is that just common knowledge in Australia what it is? Yes. I don't think it is. You're, I'm going like to put it on our Instagram. You're like 30% Maltese. Ask me that what that Greek I'm is. born out of my mum's knowing what a fucking pastitzi is. I have no knowledge of Malta, but I could not have been, I don't know how much more interested I could have been, and I'm very grateful for our Maltese listeners. And Martha, don't come at me about my interest levels, okay? <laughs> There's not a lot I'm interested in at the moment. Um. I, I will give Lee a full uh, education lesson on Malta when we're we're given the front float at the Maltese Mardi Gras. Okay, yeah. the headline act. We yeah. will go over it all. I'll I'll brief her. Okay, and Hobok Hofner to all the Maltese peeps. I checked with Cammy. I just wanted oh, to make sure. Okay. That's I love you. Okay, and I'm done. End of Maltese. You're just here. you're just trying too hard now. It is a bit to too hard, but you know you got. You got to give the Maltese fans what they want. I'm 30% Maltese. Thanks for that. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something just as a side note because I've just Mm -hmm. realised I heard about it today on the radio. Is your premier like nearly not not alive? Is he like in serious? Uh, Firstly, it's not a movie premiere. (laughs) It's the Victorian premiere. (laughs) Premiere. Premiere. Oh, my God. Oh, stop, Lee. (laughs) Maybe brain much. Tap Um, tap out now. He's he's actually in intensive care, unfortunately. So uh, I hope he's okay. What um, we're thinking of you, happened? Dan? He he fell down some slippery stairs. That is what happened. Oh, yep. okay. So it's could not, have no happened no to foul anyone. Play. Could have happened to anyone. No foul play. No, I was expecting some sort of debauchery story, but um, nothing. So unless we're thinking was, of you, Dan. Unless it was his. Unless it was his wife. Dun dun dun. Unless it was his wife, but um. Wow, you've been watching too many murder mystery shows, haven't you? <laughs> I just saw, I just heard. Um, what's his name? Dan Andrews in ICU. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyways, sidetrack. Okay. We digress. Yes, sorry. Um, sorry. So Mardi Gras. Um, I Yeah, so I really do hope, generally talk about manifesting whatever, that we can go to Mardi Gras together, take and come to and the kids um, and we have like some PG fun for like, am- one night with you. I'm not taking my kids <laughs> to Mardi Gras. I mean, no, not- but you can like go to Kuji with them in the morning, That's and then true. like ho- host a parade with me on our on our front float. You know? Yeah. No, you're right. I would definitely take. Actually, now that I think about it, I would love to take my kids to Mardi Gras. That would be amazing. Oh, and exactly. because I don't, hello, I don't drink. I don't drink anyway. I would be like, see, Tay, I'm taking the kids back to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, righto. <laughs> you might even, by the time I'm ready to take my kids to Mardi Gras, you might have a yeah. kid. 
I might be pregnant. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, right, as of right now, you're single. So, I mean. <laughs> hey, look at Katrina Gorey. Anything's possible. Okay. Very true. Very true. Good on I, her, by I, the way. I, Matilda. Absolutely good on her. We, you and I both have a mutual friend that's doing it on her own, which we we assuming she's doing it on her own, Katrina Gorey. Uh, that's an assumption. Yep. Okay. That. Correct us if we're wrong, but we yep. have a friend yep. that totally. is doing it on her own, and I think mm-hmm. freaking kudos, like kudos to mm-hmm. you all. I do know you would like to do it with someone, though. I mean, I think I, I, do. Would, I do, but I know that your desire is to do it with a partner. Correct. But, um, yeah, so my Mardi Gras experience, I don't think my first one was with you. I think it was my second, but I've been to quite a few now that I sort of forget. But there was 2011. I think I went to 2012. That was a ball pit year. Um, What happened? Oh, we've already told the Mr. Chow story, but there was that time at Mardi Gras where I went a bit too over the top, had a good night, and woke up in a – Chinese man's hotel room after he had checked out and got woken up by housekeeping to say, who are you and what are you doing in Mr. Chow's room? So that was fun. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I think I think most Mardi Gras I've had, like, a fun hookup story. Like, it's just sort of happened. Like, everyone's really happy and willing to talk to each other and it's just, Did you it's have just one such a this vibe. Time? If you haven't been to Mardi Gras yet. Did you have a fun hookup story this time? I may have. Oh. I may have. Come on. Spill the beans. Come on. Um, yeah, look, what can I say? It was unexpected um, and fun. It was unexpected and fun, and let's call it Operation Sugarloaf. That's where I got engaged down south, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Sugarloaf so rock. In your in uh, Dunsborough. Oh my god, you were subconsciously in my head when I was with these people because they we were talking about where to go to on the Sunday night because it wasn't officially Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras was sort of Saturday, and someone was like, "Oh, my friend said to go to Sweet Lips," and then like an hour had passed, and I was like, "Oh, cool. So are we going to go to Sugarloaf?" And they were like, "Um, what? It's called Sweet Lips." And then that ended up being like the joke of the night. So, wow, that's really freaky um, that you were there. Mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. I'm always, but anyways, I'm always there. Can you please not picture that? Because now I'm picturing you in the room where it all. Wait. Went down, so when so. we say a hookup, like, was it just a bit of like kissy kissy, or was it like a full overnight stay? Take my take I'm my not- sleeping bag. Um, what happens at Mardi Gras stays at Mardi no, Gras. No, 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 no. And what I mean by that is until we stop recording and I will give you all the juicy details. <laughs> Our listeners are just being so deprived right now. Well, what can I say? I feel like if it was just a hookup, you would um, have just said, yeah, it was just a hookup. But obviously it wasn't. So I'm just going to make the assumption and everyone else listening can just make the assumption that Rita took her overnight bag, her toothbrush. Wow. Who knows? Wow. wow. <laughs> um, I just had a vague memory of me and Dougie doing the walk of shame from Lorena's apartment at a Mardi Gras that I went to and it was quite hilarious because um, I was wearing bright pink shorts, which were all the rage in 2011, 2012. So they probably weren't. They probably anyways. weren't. Lol. Love you, Dougie, and love you, Lorena. Um, that was funny. Also, let's – 
divert for a minute. How yes. yep. is your Tinder wow. date? No, your 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 Tinder match yeah. date <laughs> situation. <laughs> That's a really inappropriate time to segue. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> Tinder, Zoom, date, Mardi Gras. I'm following you. I'm following you. I'm following you. Um, it, it, it was good. Look, this is the whole it point really about nice. podcast um, is you're a single dating gal. If I had any juicy goss about, like, my placenta or my, like, you know, I would tell people. But I don't. So we're relying on you, babe. Um, so we're relying on your bloody bright red lips on your vag tattoos from 10 years ago. That's as exciting as I get is, is my tattoo from <laughs> 10 years ago. That's exciting for me. That's exciting. I've never seen it. Can't believe it. Um, anyways, so that went really well. She was really nice. And then I sort of had to go to Mardi Gras and then. Had to. She's super- Had to. <laughs> I went to Mardi Gras and um, had a great time, whatever, and I'm. Me and um, me and Tinder match will catch up when she's got her next day off. So that is the update on that front. Okay. Cool. Um, now I want to talk quickly about why. Like, I mean, we've spoken about this before, and some people criticise. Like, okay, twenty twenty one. I think the first Mardi Gras I did some homework was in nineteen seventy eight when obviously. Gay sex was still a crime and a lot's changed over the years. But that's how Mardi Gras started. So it was a protest against police brutality against gays, women and blacks. That was a chant from that year because I just watched the video and I found it actually really interesting to learn about the history of it all. But some people say, okay, you're gay, whatever, you've got your rights. Why do you need a parade once a year for everyone to hear you and see you if if you preach for equality. So I want to know your views on it. Yeah, and look, you and I both had people say this to us and everyone's entitled to their opinions and I don't think they're being Mm -hmm. critical as such. I think they're just, it's a a question and they're not um, against it. They're not homophobic. They're not, it's a, I think it is just a question. Well, I think when I've been asked, that's the case anyway. It's Mm -hmm. not someone being like, come on, like that's ridiculous. For me, I think it is about like, like you said, the first Mardi Gras was in 1978 and it was to, like, take a stand against, like, the brutality and, the like, the lack of equality and how people were treated who were gay and it was, like, coming together and as a minority and banding together and mm-hmm. having that weekend to feel safe and, you know, you're not alone and to meet people in your community and, you know, maybe to go along if you didn't know anyone else. And now that we're in 2021... Um, and we, you know, we've got, um, we've come so far, let's say, we've progressed yep. so far. We're not just going to stop that, you know what I mean? Like to me it's about celebrating how far we have come. Mm-hmm. And it, we're still a minority, um, mm. you know. I, I, I personally have been very, very lucky and I, I know and I've seen firsthand through friends and heard of um, how discriminated against some people can be. I personally, and I think you're pretty much the same, haven't really copped a lot of that in my time. Um, mm. I've I've had a lot of a, very, a lot of support, a lot of acceptance, um, but we're like it's still a mon- minority, of course. Mm. Um, and Absolutely. I think it's just a, a weekend. And you know, we've also got in Perth, like um, I think every state's got their 
um, got pride. Per- pride, pride, and we yep. also have. Um, I don't even know if we do it anymore, but um, that one in the park Is it a festival. No, that one in the park. Oh. That um, fair day, fair day, fair day. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got a carnival, midsummer carnival. Same thing. Yeah, yep. and um, I think it is just a matter of as a minority and to celebrate how far we've come, getting together a couple of times a year and celebrating that. And again, as as much as our rights are seen in marriage and like Taylor and I are actually legally married in Australia now, like it's still happening, you know. Uh, it's mm-hmm. People are still discriminated against. People are still abused physically and, and mentally. Um, it's still out there. And I and I think that it's just really important for people to have that place to feel safe and that community to feel safe in. And mm-hmm. like, in all honesty, like Mardi Gras is a huge weekend. Like, obviously, given mm-hmm. COVID, it was different this year, but it's a huge weekend. It's and totally it's a amazing. Week- yeah, yeah. And like, it's like um, people go to Coachella or they fly somewhere for a, mm-hmm. a festival. People go to mm. Mardi Gras, and I dare say it's not just gays that go because it's such an epic weekend. I'm yeah. certain a lot of straight people totally. go, one, to maybe be supportive, and two, mm-hmm. just to have a really, really great time. I just don't see it hurting anyone. I don't think the question is, um, you know, anything to get upset by. Um, but, I, 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 yes, we've come so far. But would you say that, um, like, there's complete equality? No. I don't think there's a qu- um, complete equality in terms of how do we put this? Like, some people are just really uneducated at, or, or, they're, or they're set in their views that might be um, influenced by religion and other such things, and that's fine. And it's hard. It's like you can't educate everyone. You can't encourage everyone to see people for who they are and not their sexual orientation or who they identify. Um, and I would love, I'd love to do an episode on the whole LGBTQI plus spectrum because I think it's fascinating and I would like to educate myself more on inclusivity and the different terms and all the different wonderful um, subcultures in our community. But I agree with you. I think a lot of things, a lot of these events and cultures and festivals start from marginalised communities and the gay, the gay community is no different. It is just such an amazing weekend. And like you said, straight people go and everyone in Sydney gets around it. And like BWS, shout out to BWS. They changed all their Sydney CBD signs from BWS to BWYAS and it was in colourful letters and it was fucking amazing. And ANZ in the past, I didn't see one this time, but they've done like changed their ANZ ATMs in the CBD to GATM. Which is like just so cool. That like, is who my home loan is with. So good. <laughs> um, I wish that's who I was with because <laughs> I'm getting an aneurysm with um, <laughs> Westpac. Um, but anyways, it's just if you haven't been to Mardi Gras or a Pride event in your local city, I just fully like fully encourage you to get there because it, it you can't explain it in words. It's just a vibe. Everyone is so lovely. Everyone is friendly. Like I've got, I had. Sunday was one of like the the funnest nights ever, despite the COVID bullshit, whatever in Sydney at Mardi Gras, whatever. Because someone on Saturday night came up to me and introduced herself to me and her friend, and then Sunday night we all hung out and then went to a couple of clubs, whatever. And then this Adelaide group introduced themselves to us and said hello. And then like 
six of us spent like a fun night together, like whatever. And <clears throat> not giving away too much, but it's just a vibe and it's a fantastic place to ha- go with your friends, meet new people and be celebrated for the, you know, the beauty that is being yourself. And not everyone, including us, actually I'm partial to waving a rainbow flag around, but not everyone likes to be out and proud for the whole year. But for some people that weekend, they just go nuts. They dress outside of their um, character. They go a bit crazy and it's just fantastic. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it allows people just to bring out like maybe their, like some people may, you know, work in a bank and have to dress a certain way for yeah. 364 days of the year. And then that weekend they can not and they can be themselves yeah. and they can completely be super eccentric and whether they're gay or straight. And I think it's just pride is also just about being proud of who you are no matter whether you're gay, straight, like whatever. Like it wouldn't matter if a straight male wanted to go and dress as a woman for the weekend. No one would care. And that isn't always the case. Um, Mm. I actually, I read an article once that a quote has always stayed with me and I think it's by um, Kaki King. She's a lesbian musician, guitarist, guitarist. and it was an article on her and and it essentially said, the gist of it, I'm not going to quote it word for word, but I don't remember, but she was like, I'm not proud to be gay. I'm just proud to be who I am and live authentically to the feelings that I feel that are true to me. And, like, I just love that because I'm not proud to be gay necessarily. I'm just proud to be me and I'm attracted to women and I'm proud that I follow that instead of, you know, I guess abiding to different social norms that are expected of or that previously have been expected on people. It's a lot better today. But I think another part of Mardi Gras and, and Pride in general that is really important is acknowledging the people who went before us who were exposed to those, you know, discrimination and, and brutality and stuff like that that we no longer have to deal with most of the time. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, it, like you said, just be proud of who you are and that's what it's about. Like like you just said, you're not necessarily proud to be gay, you're just proud to be who you are. And, again, it comes back to the labels. You know, um, mm-hmm. you date women, you're with women, that's, you know, that doesn't, it doesn't define you. It's not who you are. No. And mm-hmm. it's not like you're going around saying I'm just, you know, I'm gay and I'm proud. I'm Rita and I'm proud. And a part of being who yeah. I am is I date people of the same sex. And mm-hmm. and I'm 30% Maltese. Yeah. <laughs> straight people don't go walking around saying, oh, I'm so proud to be straight. They just say, like, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of who I am. Yeah, and exactly. Again, it's so funny because, like, you, you'll see a guy walking down the street, maybe dressed a little bit eccentric, and people just will just go, oh, he must be gay. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe not say it, but mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? That assumption's made. Yeah. And it's Definitely like, but maybe, maybe he's not. And we spoke to Charlotte and Jess last week who they live in Texas. 2021, Charlotte said they still get weird stares. They still have people sort of mm-hmm. like giving her a funny look when she says she's with a woman. And, again, I don't think we're, we've progressed so far, but it's still out there. And who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've told you stories about men that have re- reacted weirdly to finding out I'm gay. I don't think I don't think they're being nasty at all. Not at all. I think um, maybe they have a perception of what a gay girl looks like, um, and so I don't think they were being nasty. But again, 
I think we've come so far, but people have been raised a certain way or religion, like you said, has maybe almost trained their brain to think a certain way and I still think we've got a bit to go. But then, you know, majority of the time I'll say the word wife or partner and talk about a female and I, people don't even don't even flinch. Blink an eye. Well, I think we're partially responsible for educating the masses and I know we've got a large straight following, which I love. And we received one of the most beautiful messages last week. I can't remember if I sent it to you, but essentially it was saying like, I'm actually straight. And I came across your pod from like, I don't know, maybe the Sophie episode or something like a lot of people did. And I've kept following and I've found it so enlightening and wonderful to listen to you both within you and I, and just learn about some of the, the little things that you can make assumptions by or that gay people are sort of subject to without that straight people don't even realise. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like mm. assuming that you're straight, like you just said, or, um, you know, like, oh, so who's your boy? Do you have a do you have a boyfriend saying, do you have a partner and stuff like that? And it was just really humbling to think that we're playing a small part in educating people on that stuff or making people who aren't sure about their sexuality or uh, where they fit on the sexuality spectrum make it know that that's okay and that you can identify as, say, straight or somewhere or bisexual or whatever and have feelings of attraction towards the same sex. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I had a phone call the other day. I can't remember who it was with. I think it might have been there's a new receptionist at our Cairo. No, it wasn't there. She mm-hmm. Anyway, and they said husband. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. oh my, uh, my wife. Yeah. And she actually yep. said, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She was like... I'm, I, I shouldn't make that assumption, like sort of as if she's learned not to now yeah. in the going forward. And I was like, look, don't worry about it's it. Self. Like it's yeah, not cool. not a big deal. Yeah. Like um, but she was like, mm-hmm. but she was almost like I shouldn't make that assumption. You know what I mean? Like yeah, um, yeah. which was kind of cool. But, you know, That's- I have three siblings. Uh, they're all straight. Well, Sean's dabbled, my younger sister. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I think she wishes she could be gay because she just gets so fed up with men, but I just <laughs> I'm not sure a female would survive my little sister. I love her. Um No, no, I, I tend to agree with you. <laughs> Sean would eat Sean would eat a lesbian alive. Sean eats Seriously. Ev- everyone alive, honestly. <laughs> like she's she it's so hard to describe Sean because she's got such a strong personality, but she's got a really big sensitive heart at the same time. So, you know, we'll be talking about something and I'll and I'll be giving her a bit of tough love and then she'll start getting out. And I'm like, oh my God, like I thought this is how we're doing things because you're so tough. But then she just gets it's crazy. Anyway, she just wouldn't survive. Anyway, I've got three siblings, all straight. And I honestly can't say that I like I feel any different or I'm treated any differently or my relationships thought of as any differently to, you know, my my brother's partner or my sister's um husband and her mm-hmm. marriage and every time someone's come into the family and I and I'm just speaking um because these are people that have come into my family every time like Sean's had a, Taylor and I have been together eight years and the the partners she's had in that time and the partners Peter's only had Eric but um Ben's had or and he's only had two too like it's literally like they'll just say this is Lee and this is her wife or her her, her partner and Again, no one ever flinches an eyelid and then our relationship's just treated exactly the same. 
like exactly well, the same. No one else is the, the literal only difference. Like you could argue is potentially like someone's intimate private life, and that's none of anyone's business. Oh, and so it's like, like I'm close with my siblings, but like wouldn't talk close. about that. <laughs> well, nor would I. Nor would I. Um, my brother has made um, a few jokes in the past, like years and years ago, about like scissoring, and it's just so oh, yeah. gross. And he like does the hand <laughs> movement, and I'm like, me and Taylor yeah. are both like, yeah. that's fucking gross. Can you stop? And he <laughs> thinks it's hilarious. But I've, again, from my siblings, from my family, like I, I haven't copped it, but I can only imagine how hard it would have been if someone in my family was not okay with it. I, I, because we're so close and I know that a lot of people are, are the same and they have come out to their family and even been kicked out of home. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. a hard pill to swallow because mm-hmm. if you've got maybe parents of an older generation or been raised a certain way, it's it, it's it's a hard pill to swallow for them that their child's not. I think I agree with you. I think... Like uh, we're we're so blessed to have families that are supportive and loving of us, but I just want to commend anyone that you know, like my best friend here in Melbourne, who has had unsupportive parents and proceeded to do what they think is right for them and their future family in that coming out and being who they are and creating their own family. I just think it's so brave, but also like such an example for her children. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get emotional, but I just, you know who I'm talking about. And I just, yeah, if you've yeah, ever and I, I don't been denied love from like your family or friends because of being gay, um, good on you. I'm proud of you and it will get better. And the people who truly love you will, you know, continue to love you. And that's all that matters. And hopefully the people who have turned their back will maybe wake up one day and realise, firstly, it's not a choice. Secondly, you're not a terrible person because of it. And thirdly, they're missing out. And I I do know who you're talking about. And, look, I don't know them as closely as as you do. And as a mother, like I just think that person and the way that they've seemed to have gone about things with their family can't have been easy at all. But, like, Mm -hmm. what an example of yeah, absolutely. be who you are and if people don't accept you, that's not your fault and there's nothing wrong with yeah. you. And her children are always going to know that and I just, as heartbreaking as it is, I commend mm-hmm. that person and her family so much because I can't imagine it but they've gone, okay, I can't change your mind. I'm not even, I'm not even mm-hmm. going to try because I can't try. who I yeah. am. Um, exactly. Love me or see ya and miss out on an incredible family, which is what is happening. And and I agree. It will to the people who are maybe in a situation similar where they're either scared to come out because of what someone they care about may say, or um, they have come out and so. At the end of the day, you can't change who you are. You cannot change Amen. who you are. And it. I hope it gets better. And reach out to people that. Do support you. Reach out to us if you want. I'm not on socials at the moment. Yeah, totally. But I will get back to you. And reach out to (laughs) people that you know will be there. And I just hope that, I don't know, it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking to think that there's 
family members um, cutting people off because of something that's completely not within their control. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like saying, oh, my God, Lee, you're a Libra. Sorry, not going to love you anymore. I'm actually a Sagittarius, you. but. I know, but I said Libra to piss you off. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't even know. A Geminis are tough for a Sagittarius. Oh, sorry, it's Geminis. Sorry. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. Yeah, you them. do. I just think they clash with Sagittarians. I think. I think they do. Or maybe there's the ones I've met. My son was nearly a Gemini. <laughs> oh, Ox. He was uh, due oh, to be Gemini. Say, imagine if your daughter's one, but she's obviously not going to be. No, I don't even know what her like. star sign's going to be. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But wow. um, Octavia is a Leo, so. My mum and my sister are Leos and. Um, and your best friend. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tree of Leo. Because they're, they're August. Oh, yeah, because you're end of July. Yep. I'm end of July. And on that note, let's wrap this up. This has been a really cool and fun and informative and like a little bit heartwarming episode, which I wasn't really expecting. No, neither. Definitely. I I love this topic and it's it's really cool to think about like people banding together and especially over Mardi Gras weekend, Mm -hmm. I I can only imagine how many people go Mm -hmm. just to have that feeling of acceptance, I guess, and that's a really cool thing to know. And celebration. And celebration, like that's the beauty of it. It's like coming together to celebrate your differences and just have a fantastic time. Love that. Absolutely. And and can people write in and confirm they don't know what a pastizza is too from Malta? Wow. <laughs> it's called a pastizzi and I'm going to put that poll on Instagram. I'll text you the results because you know, you're on social at me. the moment. Also, text um, me the name of those Perth gals that you were hanging out with on Saturday night, Sunday night. I will. Wink, wink, wink. Wink. Uh, (laughs) All right. Love you guys. (laughs) Love you guys. See you next week. See ya. And if you're not already subscribed, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Me For Her. And uh, give us a like and a follow on Instagram. Give us a like on Instagram, really? Is that the thing? Yeah, just like our pics. Like all our pics. Put the um. put the fire emoji. <laughs> and the cucumber and the eggplant and the rain sign. Too far? Wow, yeah. Bye. Bye.